0: welcome to our podcast, the Asphalt Story Americas edition. Today, we want to give an overview of the America's market developments and our thoughts on how it will unfold in the upcoming months. I am Irina Vinogradova, Senior Manager for Argus Consulting Services, and with me today are Sarah Tucker, Editor of America's Asphalt Report, Kawana Navarro, Senior Reporter covering Latin America, and Luis Garcia, manager in Argus Consulting, responsible for crude and refined products coverage in Houston office. So thank you so much for joining me and uh, let's probably start with you Sarah. Uh, what's uh, everyone talking about in the US asphalt market these days?
1: Uh, Hi, Irina. Um, Right now, everyone is talking about the lackluster demand and what seems to be an oversupply in the market. Uh, U.S. asphalt inventories are at healthy levels, maybe a little too healthy. They're above the five-year average, and they have been uh, nearly all summer, which is pretty unusual. Uh, At the same time, demand has been lower than expected. In the first half of the year, the EIA pegged demand 3.6% lower than the first half of 2022.
0: Right. That's surprising. What is causing that?
1: So there are a few different reasons for this. Um, On the supply side, we have more asphalt production. Earlier this year, we had a wide light heavy crude spread that encouraged refiners to run more heavy sour crudes and make more asphalt. So we started the year with some elevated inventories. We also have Synovus uh, bringing back their superior refinery after five years, and this brought additional asphalt to the market as well. So that was earlier this year. Um, crude differentials have since narrowed, but there are still good crack spreads and strong cook yields, which are encouraging refiners to run more of that heavy sour crude, which is still making more asphalt. Then demand wise, we had inclement weather across some key regions of the U.S. earlier this year. Uh, this slowed down paving demand and contributed to the inventory build. Inflation is also weighed on demand. Rising interest rates have slowed down private work. Um, Now, on the public side, we've heard of bids coming in over engineers' estimates, and this has resulted in delayed projects or reduced budgets. So many expected IIJA, which is our large infrastructure bill, to boost demand this year, but that doesn't seem to have been the case, or at least not yet. Anecdotally, we're hearing many of these larger projects haven't required a lot of asphalt up front either.
0: Thank you. That has been quite a, a lot of detail in that. But um, I just wanted to see what is the impact on the asphalt prices in the U.S. of all that trends.
1: For the most part, these fundamentals have kept asphalt prices pretty stable. We're not seeing the record highs we saw last year, that's for sure. And on the Atlantic coast, it's helped keep the arbitrage between the U.S. and the Mediterranean closed as Mediterranean prices rise on stronger high sulfur fuel oil values. Uh, Most people are choosing closer waterborne cargoes or are railing in from the Midwest. And the Gulf waterborne price uh, was unchanged for majority of the summer.
0: That's quite interesting, especially in light of crude uh, prices that has uh, changed to around about $90 a barrel quite an uptick. Shouldn't this have some effect on asphalt prices?
1: Now normally it would, but remember inventories are higher than usual and demand has not been as strong across the U.S. as people expected this year. We've also just entered the fall. Northern regions are going to start seeing cooler weather and the paving season will begin to slow down. These fundamentals have so far outweighed the increase in crude. Now we've actually seen waterborne prices on the east coast start to slide. I mentioned just a little bit ago that Gulf prices have been unchanged for most of the summer. Uh, Gulf asphalt has actually been some of the lowest priced exportable asphalt available. As of Friday, September 22nd, it was pricing nearly $30 a short ton below Singaporean asphalt and around $70 a short ton below Mediterranean asphalt. Um, As a result, we've seen a lot more product flowing out of the Gulf. Uh, more than 90,000 tons of asphalt left the Gulf in September alone, which was more than last month and well above September 2022 levels. Uh, the Gulf waterborne range widened to $400 to $440 a short ton on September 22nd. Um, now, domestic cargo seem to be pricing at the lower end because that U.S. demand isn't as strong. Uh, but on the upper end, we're seeing more the export cargoes. Um, quite a few have been heard headed to Europe and Latin America, uh, which last year opted to buy more Mediterranean cargoes as U.S. asphalt prices were reaching like near record highs. Um, I'll let Kwanis speak more on what's driving some of the demand in Latin America.
0: Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for this. Koana, maybe then uh, let's turn to you. Latin American markets are not mainly asphalt importers, but imports have been increasing in the last years, especially in South America, Um, and the demand has uh, increased as a result. So what is driving that?
2: Hi, Irina. There are a few reasons for that shift. Uh, The country that most, most caught our attention is Argentina, Last year, Argentina waterborne imports reached around 11,000 metric tons, which is uh, 12% higher than in 2021 and 43% higher than 2019. One of the reasons for the increased demand coming from Argentina is the light grade of the crude extracted uh, in the Baca Muerta formation, which is very light and not suitable not suited for asphalt production. Uh, as Baca Muerta's production increases uh, and the traditional production falls, Argentina needs to import more asphalt. Also in South America, Uruguay's state-owned ANCAP, the country's only producer, has not produ- produced any asphalt since November 2021, and output is unlikely to resume this year or in the next. And market participants say Cap. It's focused on products with higher margins and that domestic asphalt demand has been met by imports. Uncap expects the country asphalt demand in 2023 to increase by 4% from 2022. In Brazil, northern and northeast production is not enough to meet demand in those regions. Nearby refineries are facing production issues and the crude slates are too light to make enough asphalt. The three asphalt refineries in both regions produced the combined 40-35,000 metric tons in 2022 but regional consumption was around six six hundred uh, 680,000, according to the oil and gas regulator ANP. The difference was made up by asphalt supply from other regions in Brazil, as well as imports.
0: That's interesting, thank you. What we also noticed that Argentina recently imported asphalt from Singapore, which is relatively unusual. So what is the reason behind that, do you know?
2: Yeah, uh, a Singaporean vessel unloaded asphalt in Argentina last month. I heard product flow in the global asphalt market, indeed, because it's too far, right? And market participants said the lack of U.S. dollars in Argentina is challenging ports. Some companies are using Chinese currency instead, which could explain the unusual asphalt flow. This currency situation may be unfavorable to the the U.S. suppliers and the deals between Argentina and the U.S. Gulf Coast have been more challenging because importers are struggling to finance the product as Argentina has limited access to the U.S. dollars.
0: It seems like demand is also quite active in the Caribbean. Do you think... um that this increasing lot on demand can be favorable for the suppliers in the U.S. Gulf Coast?
2: The Caribbean has been pretty active in the asphalt market lately. The region imported uh, 112,000 uh, metric tons in the first six months of this year, around 6% higher than the same period last year. However, U.S. Gulf asphalt suppliers will likely need to m- compete with supply from Colombia which has uh, which has risen by almost 7% in the first half of 2023 from the same period in 2022 U.S. suppliers may also face additional competition from Venezuela, which is coming back to the export market. In July this year, the the country's state-owned oil company, PDV, resumed exports of some especially oil-related products to neighboring, uh, including an asphalt delivery to Brazil. more deals between these two countries are expected to be concluded in the next weeks. Uh, Also, we can say the restart of the Isla refinery in Curaçao may provide additional supply for for Latin America sometime next year.
0: Thank you, Koana, that has been quite insightful. Uh, On this note, speaking of the near future, maybe we can turn to Luis. Luis, uh, what are we expecting in the asphalt markets in the U.S. in the next 6 to 12 months?
3: So there was more asphalt in inventory in June this year than during the same month in 2020 and 2021 at the peak of the the pandemic. So that's kind of telling. So if you couple that with a demand that was below what it was expected for the first half of 2023, then you have a good scenario for stable prices for the rest of the year. Or even possible downward pressure on prices. So we'll see. On the production side, the production in the first half of 2023 was lower than the first half of 2022 and 2021. It decreased around 2.5% when compared to the first half of 2022, which was also kind of surprising. So, again, that fact combined with below expectation demand does not suggest that the total production in 2023 will surpass 2022. And if it does, it will be only marginal, only by a little bit. So also a trend that we expect to continue is relatively high volumes of exports of asphalt. In the first half of 2023, asphalt exports were almost 7% higher than the same period in 2022. Producers and traders have been successful in, in finding outlets and buyers for that excess supply and they will for sure keep trying to do so.
0: Thank you. Uh, I know Sarah already talked a bit about this, uh, but what is your take on the relatively weak asphalt demand during the first half of this year?
3: Well, having the money available to spend is one thing, but being able to actually spend it is a different story. There's a lot of things that need to happen, and many pieces must fall in place before that asphalt can actually be applied on the roads. We know that there is plenty of funding available from the government to invest on infrastructure and a large portion of that specifically on roads, but that is only one piece of the puzzle. Supply, storage, workforce availability, weather and inflation are other critical factors. Supply has not been a problem lately, but as Sarah mentioned, weather, workforce availability, and inflation have negatively affected paving projects and consequently have also negatively negatively affected total asphalt demand. So, Additionally, in general, jobs funded by the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act tend to have a lengthier pre-construction and planning period. And some... Requirements related to made in the U.S. materials, which does tend to complicate things a little bit more. Lastly, I'll say that I would not be surprised if the government programs are extended a year or two. Just to be clear, I'm not suggesting that more money, the more funding or more money will be available. What I'm suggesting is that there that maybe just maybe the time frame for this disbursement of those funds and the actual completion of projects could be extended as needed
0: okay we have seen actually something pretty similar in Europe uh but yeah same question about Latin America what do you expect in the next six to 12 months on the supply and demand side
3: our my answer won't be as long on this one Kawan already covered quite a bit on that front but I will say that we we expect The same trends to continue the same trends that we've seen so far in the first half of this year. So politics and elections. As always in Latin America uh, will continue to drive demand when there are elections and projects tend to be Accelerated because that that means votes for politicians. So that will that will be the case in some countries in Latin America and in particular Argentina, they have elections this year. So uh, another trend that will, that I expect to continue is Brazil. They will keep being slightly short on asphalt while the demand is there. So that demand will have to be satisfied from somewhere. And also our Argentina and Uruguay, for Argentina and Uruguay, we expect that, that they will continue to import lots of asphalt because they have ongoing projects and they're not producing so there will be a lot of imports for those two countries, that some of that comes from from Latin America or the Gulf Coast or Colombia, as Kawana mentioned. So, and that takes me to the next the next trend, which is that Colombia will keep being a, a key player in Latin America, and especially in providing asphalt to the Caribbean islands. And actually, uh, and surprisingly enough, Colombia in the last few years, and in particular this year, they've been competing with the U.S. Gulf Coast refiners for those for the Caribbean market, and, and they are eating out some market share. So it, that was not a scenario that we saw a few years in the past. And also, this is more of a, I don't know if it's a trend or a question, but I, I wonder if Argentina will keep buying asphalt using Chinese currency. I think they will. They're kind of aligned. But if there is a change of regime in in Argentina, that may certainly uh, change because uh, the the front runner for the Argentinian uh, presidential election, someone from the right, wins. So if he wins, I would I would expect that trend to stop immediately. He will go back to buy asphalt in dollars. But we'll see, and well. I don't know if Kawana has something else to add or someone else has something else to add to the Latin American trends for the next few months.
2: No, I think uh, you are completely right, Luis. Uh, politicians re- p- politics raves a lot our demand over here and we need to keep an eye on uh, Argentina elections.
0: Thank you guys, thank you for this. Sara, Kawana, Luis, uh, many thanks for joining me here and thank you everybody for listening. We hope to be back with you again soon with another update, Uh, and at this time it's going to be on the Asian markets. For further information about the bitumen coverage, or asphalt coverage as uh, they call it in the US, you can check out Argus uh, uh, bitumen publication, Argus Asphalt Americas and Argus Asphalt Annual 2023. And to learn more about Argus Consulting Services, please visit www.argusmedia.org com/consulting thank you and see you
3: soon again